you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Special announcement before we get into today's episode. Um, an Afrotech executive this past week in Miami. Big shout out to everybody who pulled up. We had a remarkable time talking about uh, NFTs, DAOs, blockchain, and more with some of the, the most bright, the brightest minds in the game. Um, and they just happened to be black. So we had a great time in Miami. But in Miami, we announced that we are back IRL. We are back in real life this year come hella high water for the official Afrotech conference in November. Um, we're taking the show on the road too. So if you remember, Afrotech started years ago in San Francisco. Then we, after a couple of years, moved over to Oakland. We're moving again this year. You can meet us, Afrotech Conference 2022 in Austin, Texas. We are coming to the Lone Star State. In Austin, you're going to find amazing food, great live music, and come this November, 20,000 black techies will converge on the city for the first in-person official Afrotech conference in two years. We have missed y'all, and we are long overdue for this party and learning experience <laughs> for my corporate people out there. As the early bird tickets are live now don't delay in getting yours today get um yours at experience.afrotech.com and oh also guess what we are also pulling up this month march 25th in brooklyn for the second afrotech exec of 2022 afrotech executive brooklyn will be there and talking about women in tech and women in leadership it's going to be a vibe Tickets to AT Exec Brooklyn are also available now at Afrotech. I'm sorry, experience.afrotech.com. So, what is a crypto wallet? Um, you've likely, you likely have a wallet, you know, sitting nearby you somewhere. Um, probably in your pocket. Maybe it's in your backpack or in your Telfar bag. Maybe uh, you know the concept. What your wallet is likely where you store your physical credit cards, your ID. Maybe you even have a little cash in your wallet. The point is we're all familiar with this concept. You have a physical storage container, usually like leather or faux leather, where you store things that you need access to, but you want to keep them secure and somewhat organized. Uh, typically these things have to do with storing currency. These wallets do. Uh, paying for things or validating who you are, like in the case of having your ID in it. A crypto wallet um, is effectively the same thing, but it's specifically designed to store crypto and like passwords. 
there are hardware wallets, cold wallets, um, and hot wallets. And we'll let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right. So let's, let's just walk this out because I don't want to like jump too far ahead because it's very tempting to right now. But hardware wallets, we call them cold wallets or you have like online wallets that are called hot wallets. Uh, but first, let's talk about the purpose of a crypto wallet in any case. All right. So if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, specifically like in the last, well, since 2022, specifically, we've been talking a lot about crypto, NFTs, things like that. And hopefully by now, I've built up some kind of appetite in you to invest in yourself in Web3, whether it be buying an NFT uh, exchanging your U.S. dollars or rubles for Ethereum or a Shiba coin. Um, but just like we described what we're all pretty used to, the wallet and the crypto wallet, these things store things that you might need access to, like your currency, cryptocurrency. It allows you to pay for things in Web3. and It allows you to validate who you are. Your crypto wallet does. And among the most important things a crypto wallet does and i just alluded to this is regarding the storage of things you may need access to now i set this up in the form of storing crypto but there's a level deeper that a wallet stores and that and that's what we call keys so not like physical keys today that you know may turn on your vehicle or let you in your house and one day i'm sure we'll get there but I'm talking about your public and private keys, the passwords that give you access to your cryptocurrencies. Um, now, you might be asking, you know, I thought my crypto was stored on or in the wallet. And well, you may have crypto, but it's not like physically in your crypto wallet, like your U.S. dollars might be in your Louis Vuitton wallet. In Web3, your currency is basically just a recording on a ledger there's no physical coin or token you can see it's a record it's a line of code it's an instance that is secured by the blockchain it can be altered or forged it can it can be stolen but again let's not get ahead of ourselves because we're going to talk about that but the record does last forever um, that it was in your proverbial hands i want to give again a quick primer on how the blockchain works because it's important for this conversation. The blockchain is a, a distributed database. Think of it like a hard drive or a computer that is replicated and a gang of people all over the world have the, the same copy, the same version of this hard drive or computer with the storage device in it. And they're constantly validating the files on each other. So the computer, the, the hard drive that's in you know, Mississippi is validating the same storage and records of the computer that I may have in Las Vegas or in Atlanta or in New York. So they're all like, you know, validating each other to make sure they're correct and to verify transactions that happen on the blockchain. So you can't say like, you know, I have a valid copy of down to two on my node, your computer's like your node, that node on the blockchain network, because all the other nodes, all the other computers out there are gonna check the record and say, no, 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 it's not valid. 
And then when after they verify that your node has, you know, malicious file on it or, you know, an invalid file, it doesn't necessarily be malicious, but it's invalid. Your node, then your computer, your hard drive that's trying to insert that file, that invalid or malicious file is going to get banned from the blockchain network because it tried to insert an invalid transaction. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. So anyway, the blockchain is a database that stores information electronically, uh, digitally, and it's redundant. So it's there's the same copies all around the world then they're being stored by miners uh, which we don't have to get into that today but what's so cool about the blockchain is that it's non-stop guaranteeing the purity fidelity or you know the cleanliness of 
the data that's being generated. And you don't have to rely on like a government or any institution um, to protect that data. It's, you know, it's a democratized authority. So it's probably about as far as I'm going to go with explaining what the blockchain is in this episode, because I really only referenced that to help us understand cryptocurrency not being in our wallets physically. Uh, the record of how much Ethereum or Litecoin or Shiba I have um, is stored in this distributed, decentralized ledger, miles long sp spreadsheet, if you will. So your wallet then stores the keys that unlock your crypto. Your wallet opens the door for your crypto to be used in a transaction. So like you're buying an NFT or a cup of coffee in some innovative forward thinking coffee house, your wallet allows others to send you crypto as your wallet has an address that anyone can see. Again, we'll get into that private versus public concept shortly. And it, it can serve as an actual key, like instead of using an email address and password, like you might sign in to like you might use to sign into like Instagram. You could use your crypto wallet to sign into an online service, for instance, OpenSea, which we've talked a lot about on um, our episodes about NFTs. OpenSea is an exchange like the Amazon of NFTs. You can use your wallet to sign in to OpenSea without using like an email address and password. Passwords and email addresses to log in are so Web2. Right. And so the, the wallet could also store your DAO token, your distribute your decentralized autonomous organization token, the thing that you use to give you access to a party at the upcoming Afrotech conference in Austin, you know, that could be stored in your crypto wallet. The token that you use to get into the DAO, like Friends with Benefits is a DAO um, created by a black man. Um, to get into that party, you know, you're going to have to bring your crypto wallet to get access because your wallet is storing the token that that validates that you have access to said party. Your wallet. So as you can tell, your wallet has a variety of functions. And we just talked about some of the most critical ones. So what else should we know about a crypto wallet then? Well, how do you get one? Um I'm going to say that conversation for a little later because there's a bit more foundation I want to lay. So you really get a handle on what it is, the wallet is and what it does and the implications of having one. Um, I've, I've said this a few times, use these terms, these phrases a few times. I mentioned keys, private keys and public keys. I said this a few times already and I want to dig in right now on what I um, what they are. Because when I say things like a public key that allows anyone to see you on the blockchain and your activity on the blockchain, that might scare you. You're like, you know, why? Why does everybody get to see that I bought said NFT? Why does everybody get to see that I sent John, you know, one ETH? Like, why is that public knowledge? Well, you know, number one, like there's no more privacy. You can, that, that concept of privacy is, you know, a Web 2 thing again the world is changing. So that's a different conversation for a different day. But the, the public key is something that anybody can see and you're not at risk of being hacked 
or someone stealing your crypto because they have access to your public key. Your public key is supposed to be used. It's supposed to be um, seeable because that's how you can make transactions. Your public key is is a, a cryptographic code. It's a set of numbers and letters that allows you to receive crypto or better. It allows the record of an amount of crypto to move from my you know, point on the ledger, the global ledger to your name on the global ledger. So um, walk with me for a minute because I don't want you to get confused about this concept. And if it does, just hit rewind and listen again. The public key that you have, if you have a wallet, everybody has one. If you have a wallet, it's it's like a 256 bit number. So but you will likely see more often is the wallet address, which is a scrambled version of that number. The address is a set of random characters. They're not Russian, say random, but they are a set of characters that have both letters and numbers in it. And the address will always begin with a one, a three or a BC one. Digging deeper into that is outside of the scope of this episode, but it's good to know that. So let's say you want to send me your address to send you an ETH, a single Ethereum coin. What you could do is on, on almost every wallet, uh, cold wallet or hot wallet software or hardware, there is a copy paste feature that allows you to copy the set of characters like a 42 you know, character um, address, which is the public address of your wallet. Um, or, and most wallets give you this feature, you can just pull up the QR code that I can read with my smart device, my you know iPhone or whatever, and the QR code references your address, that 42 character uh, code. Um, so then just by doing that, I can send you the ETH that I owe you. The private key, however, is what allows anyone to put their hands in your cookie jar so stick the nubs into your wallet and snatch your crypto you don't want that your private key is something you should never share there's no reason any reputable transaction on the blockchain requires you to share your private key any transaction you may engage in should only require your public key think of it as your token or ticket into the door or one the one way door that allows money to be put into your wallet. But by providing your private key to others, you allow their unfettered access into your chips. You don't want that. Typically the private key is another set of alphanumeric characters and you unlock access to those characters, which you really don't do often, but should you like to, these wallets give you a recovery phrase. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. So I'm going to dig into a cold wallet that I use really quickly. Cold means it's hardware. It's like not on the Internet. Um, it's a it's a device. It, you know, most of them look like a USB, like little thumb drive. So Ledger is the one that I use, a Ledger Nano X. Um, it's a cold wallet. More on that soon. But they provide a recovery phrase, which I have stored. And once I enter that recovery phrase, it unlocks my private key. Again, without that recovery phrase, I have no access to my crypto. No reputable wallet, again, hot or cold, should be storing my recovery phrase. In fact, when I sign up for Ledger, they give you a couple like pieces of paper, a couple little cards, like physical pieces of paper that I can copy down with a pen my recovery phrase and store it in a safe place. Like wise choices might be a safe deposit box or a fireproof box or in your gun safe or whatever. And so your private key is protected by a recovery phrase that are typically like words, like these random words. You know, Ledger gives you 24 words that are, that are in your recovery phrase. And they're like super, super, super random words like have house, chair bright like these they're just random words or they seem random words that don't make any sense other otherwise but they are the recovery phrase that is used to unlock your private key so there are types of wallets that i want to discuss um there are three types that are most prominent or really there's three types uh, i should say that you should be familiar with um, though you'll find, I'm sure, your groove with probably one, maybe two of them, but I'm sure you'll find one that you probably prefer. First up 
um, I would say it's probably lesser used, but that's speculation because it's just harder to do it. Um, it's this paper wallet. It's a paper wallet. As I mentioned uh, before, your your crypto, your wallet, I'm sorry, is just like a set of alphanumeric characters that are your private key that unlock your crypto. So a paper wallet is a sheet of paper that you write down your characters and using those characters, you can unlock your assets. It's clunky this way, but it's legitimate. You just need a sheet of paper that has, you can, you can, you can memorize them, you know, if you want it, but it's a piece of paper, a paper wallet is that, um, records the characters of your private key paper wallet. Um, more common because it's easier is an online wallet. Uh, these are things like the Coinbase wallet, which I have, I have one. Um, I don't use it as much anymore. Um, which we'll discuss my reasons why, but a Coinbase wallet, and there are others, um, is software. It's an app that is typically protected by like a two-step encryption. Um, so it's likely going to need, like it's going to send you a text when you try to sign in, or it's going to require something like Google authenticator, um, that code when you try to sign in, but with your online wallet, they are largely easy to use. Uh, which makes them attractive to many because for people who are looking for simplicity and don't want to have all the responsibility of maintaining, maintaining a small device like a hardware wallet, it typically is uh, keeping it safe and remember its location, uh, a hot wallet, which is the software wallet um, is attractive, uh, which brings me to the hardware wallet. Um, the, this is called a cold wallet. Um, a hot wallet again is the software, the app that does it. The cold wallet is hardware. Um, again, I use Ledger. I have a Nano X is by Ledger. Um, it is a wallet that is not connected to the internet unless I plug it in. Um, but it's it's storing my keys offline. It's stored. My keys are stored on the device. It's safer, um, provided I don't lose it. Um, but it does require me to be incredibly more responsible. Does that all make sense? I hope it does. Cold wallet is hardware is offline. It's not online, you know, unless I plug it in a hot wallet software, which is like Coinbase wallet. And there are many, many others, um, but they are online and they are third parties managing your crypto managing your keys they both have their own bit of attractiveness if you are if you do not want to be responsible for knowing where your device is knowing where your that paper is knowing where that little thumb drive that we call a that i call a ledger in my in my in my respects a nano x or other device that you use if you don't want to be responsible for that something like a coinbase wallet might work for you which brings me to um the topic of a custodial or non-custodial at this stage, um, because they have so many implications to hot or cold wallets, hardware or software wallets, um, custodial and non-custodial, it makes sense to discuss those now because the definitions go hand in hand with the wallet types. Uh, custodial wallets are like software. Those are 
the wallets that we are trusting knowingly or unknowingly a third party like Coinbase or some other company to manage our crypto with a custodial wallet. While it might be encrypted, it's stored on somebody's server somewhere like maybe AWS or maybe that company has their own server farm. But in any case, somebody else, the custodian is managing their holding tight to our private keys. The benefits of this custodial wallet is just what we discussed. Convenience, plain and simple. They're a lot easier to use. They're built for the lowest common denominator. Not to say that cold wallets are not built for the lowest common denominators, but they are custodial. That they're some where we get to hold somebody's hand when we cross the street. Right. So beautifully designed. Um, but we don't have to hold a lot of responsibility to get to point B from where we are in point A. But God forbid that Coinbase gets hacked because that means you are susceptible. And whatever, you know, coins I have left in my Coinbase is susceptible. So I don't leave my crypto in my Coinbase app. I choose to be responsible. So I choose to go the non-custodial route which means that I am fully grown, no longer holding anyone's hand. When I cross the street, I am taking full ownership of my future in Web3. My data isn't stored on some company's servers. The only records present uh, of my private keys are, you know, the record. Actually, the only records present about anything about my activity are, are either on the blockchain or on my device. There is no like online service holding on to Will Lucas's data. I own it. It's in my it's right now it's sitting right in front of me. And whoever records whatever records I keep on my person or in my house, let that be my private keys or whatever. There is no authority or company or app holding on to it. But me, I own it fully and outright both the benefits and the responsibility. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Uh, lastly, um, 
as we've talked a lot about Coinbase and Ledger in this episode, I want to take a final few minutes here and, and set the record clear about the differences between an exchange and a wallet. Um, in most in the most basic terms, a crypto exchange is like you ever been in the airport and next to like Chick-fil-A, they they have a counter where you can exchange your euros for US dollars or exchange your US dollars for renminbi. Um it's an exchange desk and there is an exchange rate. And so I'm going to make this up cuz I could look but unless let's, let's, matter of fact let's let's do the real work here and find exchange rate from USD to euro. Boom. Okay. So for one US dollar I can get 89 cents in euros. Okay. One, one dollar equals 89 cents in Europe. So it kind of works the same. Well, it does. It works the same way. So one dollar, one, I'm type this in one US dollar to one ETH. So for one dollar, <laughs> well, not much. Let's just do it backwards. If I want one ETH, I have to pay $2,828 as of right now. Okay. Let's did it backwards because it's going to be like 0. 0.00000 something if I do it the other way. You guys are pretty good at math. So for one, for $2,825, I can buy one ETH at present value. That is the exchange rate. And so on an exchange, I can trade my US dollars for Ethereum or for Bitcoin or for Doge or for Shiba. An exchange is not a wallet, but in this case, like Coinbase, a company who develops an exchange can also develop a wallet. They, they are mutually exclusive, but they don't have to be. They Coinbase could have just said, we're going to stick in the exchange game. We're not going to do a wallet, but they decided to play in the wallet game too. I mentioned that I also have a Coinbase wallet. So that wallet, whether or not it's developed by Coinbase is software or hardware in the case of my ledger that allows me to store my coins. I can make transactions using my wallet. I cannot make transactions with dollars that are stored on the exchange. The exchange is just where I'm playing the money game. I'm going back and forth, exchanging my dollars for more Bitcoin or for more Ethereum, et cetera. But if I want to go buy a cup of coffee, at some, you know, cool, you know, coffee house, I need to have my money moved off of the exchange and into a wallet. I can't also sign in to an, a service using an exchange, my exchange account. I need to have my wallet set up. So let's use OpenSea. We use OpenSea a lot as an example, because I, I mean, we're heavy users of OpenSea, the Amazon of NFTs. And so if I want to sign in to OpenSea to buy an NFT, I cannot do it using any, you know, password or username that I have on Coinbase, the exchange. I need to have a Coinbase wallet set up in order to sign in to OpenSea and many, many other Web3 platforms require you to have a wallet. You got to have a wallet to sign into these things. So whether or not you use something like Ledger or Coinbase, one of the features of the wallet 
is also that they show you how much you own of a particular coin. And some may even show you the present value of those things. So if I own one ETH ledger, the dashboard might show me that that one ETH's present value is $2,825. So I love doing these episodes about crypto blockchain nfts and more with you guys and i want to know what what questions you guys have because i'm going to be having some really really cool conversations with even more experts in the field of crypto on this show so i want to know what you guys have questions about if you have specific questions that you want answered and you know nobody answers questions like we do send me your questions dm me i am on instagram i'm on twitter on Twitter, it's Will underscore Lucas. On Instagram, it's just Will Lucas, W-I-L-L-L-U-C-A-S. Follow me, shoot me a DM, ask me what you got. And I'm going to be having more interviews and conversations where I will do things solo, just talking about um, getting you educated in order to play well in the game of Web3, whether it be about NFTs, you have questions, send them to me. Cryptocurrencies, you have questions, send it to me blockchain send it to me because i want to make sure we're giving you value on this show if you loved this episode please go to itunes and drop five stars and it means a lot when you do that i really appreciate you guys for taking this ride with us i hope to see you in real life in either brooklyn coming up that we announced at the top of this episode or in austin this november so Afrotech is back and we're going to have a ton of conversations about crypto NFTs and more this November. So we're going to just keep building this thing up, keep building, you know, your expertise and domain knowledge about the blockchain. So stick with us. I promise you, you will not regret it. Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. It's produced by Morgan DeBon and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Love Beach and Marissa Lewis. Special thank you to Micah Davis, Jermaine Hall, and Sakara Savanyan. You know, like the wine? Yes, that's his real name. Learn more about this topic over at afrotech.com. And if you're enjoying yourself, leave us the five-star rating on iTunes. Go get your money. Peace and love. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, 
State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.